Giants defeat the Washington Commanders 20-12. This was the biggest Giant game postseason implication-wise in a very long time. This is a very important game. On Sunday Night Football, the Giants have not had a whole lot of success on primetime, but they're able to win this game. And it wasn't pretty at all. There was controversy. There was, you know, a, a play at the end that if you're a Washington fan, you're upset. And I've seen the Giants on, a, on the bad side of those calls before. But the Giants win the football game. And it was a really, really big win. As far as their playoff chances, this was big. Especially with the Detroit Lions having won earlier. The Lions beat the Jets. And, you know, that really put the pressure on. But now the Giants have a pretty good chance to make the playoffs. Really good chance, in fact. And... Kayvon Thibodeau, like, like, what a coming out party this game was. And and he's been showing signs a lot lately. I would say since about Thanksgiving against the Cowboys, thereabouts. Wow. He was just a man on a mission. Amazing. Like, 12 tackles. He has the strip sack fumble recovery touchdown. He makes a game-saving tackle late on Taylor Heineke. He was just brilliant, Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, I can't say enough. Just He was the star in this game. But, wow, I, like just Giants and Washington, two very evenly matched teams. They really are. And it's why we saw a tie the first time they played. But this is just so big. The Giants now have the tiebreaker over Washington. So here's here's where we're at right now. You look at the playoffs. If the Giants win one more game, they play the Vikings, the Colts, and the Eagles. If they win one of those games, there is a very, very, very good chance. Something bizarre would have to happen to not make it, right? You win one more game. If you don't, if you lose out, then then you're in trouble. Then you're probably in, in a good amount of trouble. But their chances are good. You just got to win one game. And I'd like to believe they'll do that. And... Next week, they play the Vikings, a team coming off a crazy... This was honestly one of the craziest weeks in, in the NFL that I've seen. Some of the finishes, it was just insane. Very entertaining stuff. But the Vikings are the opponent next week. They have just clinched the NFC North. They are battling it out for basically trying to get the two seed with San Francisco. Now, I would really... Now, I don't want to get too far out of myself. This is a conversation more for next week. It really is. But to tease it... I really would like to play the Vikings as opposed to San Francisco. Now, I want to see how the Giants do against Minnesota first, right? Maybe I'll be totally wrong on that assessment. but I would, And it's kind of a toss-up right now. It really is. Like, that's all I can say. It, it, it could go either way for who they'll – because the Giants, they could be the sixth or seventh seed, right? Uh, technically, they could even be the fifth seed. But that that's also a conversation that probably won't come to fruition. But if it does, that'd be pretty exciting. Uh, and the Vikings – are battling out with San Francisco. That's a bit of a toss-up. Right now, they're one game up on San Francisco. But we shall see. But preference for me would be the Vikings. But just getting in the first place is all I can ask for. The Giants have not done that yet. But the Giants finally get a win in the division. They really do. Uh, and you, you have to do that, right? I mean, it would have been possible that the Giants could have snuck in without a division win. But it, those things are not very likely. But Brian Dayball showed... You know, some of that moxie and and reckless, you know, but like good recklessness on a fourth and nine attempt that was successful. But there, there's still, 
you know, at the end of the day, I felt like Kafka and company, Dayball, a little bit conservative, like, like just there wasn't a pass attempt over 15 yards. Like there, there wasn't, it was a very, it's what they have to do, I guess. And Daniel Jones did what he had to, right? I mean, the stat line wasn't really anything crazy as it usually isn't, but Jones did what he had to. And you know what? The turnover battle, I look at the stats here and the stats are pretty even across the board. I mean, Washington had more yards and it felt that way. Washington 387 to 288. Like third down efficiency, two for 10 Giants, one for 10 Washington. Like it was first downs, 20 to 19 Washington. Time of possession, Giants had the ball for just one more minute. This was very even. The penalty allotment, even, close, really close. But it was the two turnovers. Heineke turns it over twice. And Jones, and Jones came close. Look, Jones, there was a situation where Jones fumbled the ball, but he, but his elbow was down. There was a situation where he almost threw an interception. Heineke as well. But that's the key difference, right? The Thibodeau touchdown off that turnover, and then where Dexter Lawrence forces the fumble late in the game, that was big too. So that that's really where the difference is. But let's talk about this game. It, it was like the Giant, I, I was not feeling good about it early. I really wasn't. Washington, Washington can run the ball. Brian, you know, especially it's a physical running attack with Brian Robinson. And Brian Robinson ran the ball. He, you know, he probably should have ran it more. It was only 12 carries for Robinson for 89 yards. It, it was he was really tough for the Giants to stop. And Leonard Williams returned. And, and Leonard Williams, you know, didn't make a huge impact, but certainly more than enough. And he he had that fumble recovery on the Lawrence. Uh, I guess sack fumble. Was that a sack? Might not have been, actually. Uh, maybe. So, yeah, Leonard Williams returns. Still no Adore Jackson, and I really want him back for Justin Jefferson next week, but really been no sign of Adore Jackson coming back. Still no Xavier McKinney. Ben Bredesen returned, and Ben Bredesen has been impressive. Him and Nick Gates really split left guard. And I wish that it would be Bredesen at left guard, Gates at center, no Feliciano, but that's just not what it is. But Bredesen returned, and that was a good thing. And the Giants, I think, came out of this game pretty healthy, which is nice. So I don't think there's anything else. I mean, there were other roster like Josh Azudu, like is now an IR, and he was that's unfortunate. Third round pick who was playing pretty well, he's out. So in this, yeah, like to start out, Washington gets the ball first and. They put up together a pretty nice drive, and Brian Robinson was a big part of that. Like, he was the centerpiece. And there was even a fourth down conversion as well. So there's so much there's so much to get into in this game, but and I'll try to touch on every on everything, but I might miss it. There's just so much. But it was fourth and one for Washington at the Giant 37. And Brian Robinson, you know, five-yard gain. And he was pushing the pile. But then the Giant defense gets tough. And they tried these Curtis Samuel run plays, and it just didn't work. Thibodeau is the one that kind of blows it up for a negative three. Then you get a four-yard catch for Antonio Gibson. And then uh, and then Heineke sacked. It was kind of a, it was actually kind of a coverage check. But Ryder Anderson, Ryder Anderson, give him credit. He had a sack last week also against the Eagles. But Ryder Anderson... With the sack. And so it's fourth and 12 of the Giant 34, and they punt. 
which, which I still think. I mean, the I, the wind was a factor, but I'm surprised that that was the direct that was the angle they took. Yeah, going for it on fourth and twelve. I understand that you don't really want to do that, but you got to kick the field goal there. I mean, look, Graham Gano hit a who Graham Gano, by the way, is just so damn good, and he used to play on Washington uh, back when they were the Redskins. But it was a punt for Washington. That I think if you're a Commanders fan, you're a little bit perplexed that Ron Rivera didn't try for the Tressway, not Tressway, the Joey Sly field goal. But the Giants, it works out well. It ends up being a net of four yard, a four yard net gain because Richie James, it's a 23 yard return to the 30. So that whole sequence worked out well. Washington moving the ball, looking really effective, but no points. And the Giants get good, get decent field position. However, the Giants go three and out. Pretty ugly looking drive. And, you know, I guess there was a Darius Slayton drop on the third down. So the Giants punt. And so Washington gets the ball right back at their own 30. And a lot more, you know, Brian Robinson, 15-yard gain. Taylor Heineke, he runs for nine yards. And Antonio Gibson, like, like the Giants really could not stop the run, which is not a surprise. The Giants are not good at stopping the run, and Washington is good with their rushing attack. But again, the Giants are able, well, you know, there was a situation. It's first and 10 of the Giant 25. However, there's a delay a game, there's a false start, and the Giants almost stopped them completely. However, um, Curtis Samuel gets a 14-yard catch. So it, it enables Joey Slide for a 41-yard field goal attempt. It's good, and Washington takes a 3-0 lead. Giants offense continues to not do a whole hell of a lot. Saquon Barkley was involved a lot more in the passing game, which was good. Saquon, you know, this ends up being – Saquon, because of Saquon's last drive – there's positive thoughts and feelings for me for Saquon Barkley. I, I'm usually very critical of him. And, you know, the rushing attack wasn't great, but eventually it was. And like I said, he was involved in the passing game. But there's an Evan Neal false start. Evan Neal, there's a lot of growing pains. Evan Neal isn't very good at this stage of his career. He's a rookie. And, look, Andrew Thomas wasn't really great as a rookie. That, that happens for offensive linemen. So Evan Neal, definitely that right side is pretty tough. Not to say that the left guy, I mean, you know, it's really Andrew Thomas and kind of everyone else, but really Lewinsky, and, but especially Evan Neal, it's been a struggle. But, so the Giants, we, we head to the second quarter. And the Giants punt. They punted away, and it was a good, eh, let me see here. Um. Yeah, I get, yeah, you know, the Washington starts out at their 18. All right, this was not how I remembered it. Okay, this is why. This is why. So, a, a pretty big penalty was called on uh, Cornelius. I think his first name is Cornelius Lucas, the offensive lineman on Washington, as he held Ojolari. And, and I guess it was the right call. Because if they didn't call that, it was a good game for Washington. So, now Washington is second and 18 at their own 10. And what did we talk about last time when they played Washington, where Thibodeau almost, he gets the sack in overtime, and it was crazy. How did Heineke not drop the ball? Well, this time, Thibodeau gets it done. He sacks Heineke and picks it up at the one and touchdown. Thibodeau with the sack, the fumble, the touchdown. And that was really big. Like, that was the big boost because the Giants were doing nothing to that point. Like, it felt like 
they were fortunate to only be down three nothing, and now they take a seven three lead. And you know that was a big holding call in the play before, but there you go, seven three, Giants are up. Then the Giants defense gets the job done, and. This was another situation where Washington gets it close. Again, Brian Robinson really, I can't say enough how good he was. But it's fourth and six at the Giant 40, and they punt. And that was, they kind of had to. And this was the one very impressive drive by the Giants. 18 plays, 97 yards, and eight minutes and 35 seconds. Like, this was a really, really impressive drive that basically took them almost to half. I mean, Washington ended up having a possession, but this was very critical. And we don't really see, like, you just don't really see this much from the Giants, but if they were to do it, it would be methodical because the Giants don't really do big plays. So how does it start out? Nick Van Nett makes a 15-yard catch, and and, and I should say Van Nett, I think he might have gotten hurt on this play. I did not see Nick Van Nett after this, so I think Van Nett might have gotten banged up here. 15-yard perception for Nick Van Nett. Then Saquon Barkley getting involved in the pass game. But there was a a, a negative five-yard run for Barkley. However, Richie James of the six-star catch in on third and nine. 10-yard reception, Richie James. Richie James was important. And, and Hodgins on this drive. But Richie James with some really big catches. I mean, it's just crazy. that Who the Giants are relying on is just nuts. But... You know, Hodgins now starts to get involved. Seven-yard catch. Another seven-yard catch. Saquon Barkley first down. False start on Evan Neal. Makes it second and 15. Matt Breida with a six-star reception. Third and nine. Jones incomplete. And on fourth and nine at the 35 of Washington, they decide to go for it. They decide to go for it. Risky, risky move. Because, like, again, at a field goal, like, that could have been in play. And maybe, maybe the win really was bad. Like at at that time, right? Because you know, Gano could certainly, you know, fifty-two or so yard field goal that that that's well within his range. But they go for it and they get it, and they get it. If, if it's an incomplete pass, Washington's got the ball there on thirty-five, down by four. But it's Jones to Richie James. Like this was a pretty defining. When I think about this game, this was one of the big ones, really big play. And so the Giants at the two-minute warning now have the ball at the Washington twenty-four. Then an Isaiah Hodgins 19-yard catch. Daniel Jones then with a two-yard run. And then on second goal of the three, wildcat formation. Saquon Barkley, touchdown. Three-yard touchdown for Saquon. Caps off a 97-yard drive. Gives the Giants a 14-3 lead. And to make things even better, the defense does the job. The defense, you know, it like I said, it wasn't pretty, but the defense was pretty damn good. Wink Martindale deserves credit. Like, the defense found a way in this game. And here at the end of the first half, you know, there's Washington moves the ball a little bit, but not a whole lot. And so the half ends with the Giants up 14-3. But you knew it wouldn't be easy. And it wasn't. And I was hoping that the Giants could somehow score right away coming out of the second half. The Giants get the ball first, but they do punt. And, you know, in third and three, unsuccessful from Daniel Jones and tenant for Richie James didn't work out. So Washington with a 90, they now have, they end up with a 91-yard touchdown drive. It was reminiscent to me the Washington tying touchdown drive versus the Giants the last time they played a couple weeks ago. It was really easy. A lot of big plays. A lot of 15-plus, 20-plus yard plays. 
and Terry McLaurin was starting to get involved. Fa Look, Fabian Moreau did a nice job on Terry McLaurin, all is considered. But this drive, McLaurin was getting the better of him. 18-yard catch, 13-yard catch. Then there was a 20-yard catch. And it ends up, and then Jahan Dodson's the one that that ends up getting the touchdown. Uh, and, and it's a 19-yard touchdown. Heineke to Dodson makes the game 14-9, and Washington decides to go for two. Okay, they decided to go for two. How and, and they were thought to be successful, but they called. I guess it must have been offensive pass interference was was technically the call, and I thought it was the right call. I did. I, I know I'm a Giant fan, but didn't have a whole heck of a problem with that. And Chris Collinsworth was annoying. I'm not one of those Chris Collinsworth haters, but tonight, from a giant perspective, my God, was he annoying. Like, it was all very pro-Washington. And, and again, that's not normally me. Like, I, it was, but I don't know if tonight it really, it really rubbed me the wrong way. Just because he's normally such a sort of all positive, like, it doesn't feel like he kind of leans any sort of way, but he, it felt like he did here. Anyway, so you get that penalty, and so now they decide to go extra, extra point. However, now this extra point's 43 yards, and Joey Sly goes wide right. So that was pretty big. What could have been 14-11 is 14-9. And the Giants followed up with a nice drive. The Giants are able to get a field goal. And this was the drive where there was that close play where Jones had fumbled it, but it was it was ruled that he was down, which he was. And, you know, Saquon Barkley was pretty good on this drive. And the Giants do just enough. They do just enough as Daniel Jones scrambles for 10 yards to set up the Graham Gano 50-yard field goal. Again, Gano is just so good. I, I, I can't, there's not enough good things to say about Graham Gano. That's a big field goal. Makes it 17-9 Giants. And, you know, we're late in the third quarter at this point. Washington goes three and out. Washington goes three and out. So good job by the Giants here, but then the Giants, but Washington punts it, a really nice punt for uh, the commanders. Tress Way, it goes to the Giant one. And the Giants then go three and out. And it was unfortunate. There was a play where Daniel Bellinger, you know, not, not a perfect pass by Jones, but I would have liked Bellinger to make the catch on third and five at their own six. It's incomplete. And so the Giants punt. And Washington starts out a pretty good, pretty good field position at their own 42. We head to the fourth quarter. We head to the fourth quarter. And because Washington has this good field position, it doesn't take much for them to get in the field goal range. Taylor Heineke with a nice 15-yard run. And Antonio Gibson fumbled, but recovered it. it. It was close. This was the drive. You know what? This was um, where Nick McLeod and Nick McLeod, uh, not happy with Nick McLeod. He, on, on this, on the first play in the fourth quarter, has a chance to tackle Brian Robinson, does not do so. And so what could have been maybe a one-yard loss or no gain ends up being a five-yard run. And it sets Washington up. Antonio Gibson recovers his own fumble. But Joey Sly... Connects on a 51-yard field goal. So we're 17-12. Then the Giants get the ball back. Richie James with a 15-yard catch. Saquon Barkley with an 8-yard catch on a third-down conversion. But ultimately, the Giants aren't really able to get anything done as, you know, just the, the plays just were not really effective. Daniel Jones a little bit lucky on a third down where he throws to Saquon Barkley, a play that won't do anything. Lucky he wasn't intercepted. But Gillen punts and Washington starts at their nine. So it's a five-point game, and it starts out with a bomb from Heineke to Dotson. 61-yard catch. Really nice catch by Dotson. Good coverage by Pinnock. And a good tackle by Pinnock, too. It's good that he didn't let him, you know, look, that could have been a 91-yard touchdown. But but it's a great catch by Dotson. Sets Washington up in a really good spot. Brian Robinson with a 19-yard run. 
And you end up in a third and four spot at the five. And so it was a sack. A combination of Dexter Lawrence and Aziz Ojalari. Lawrence was kind of the one, I think, that really forced the, the fumble. And it was reviewed and ruled that it was, in fact, a fumble. Originally, they ruled Heineke down. But Leonard Williams with the, with the clear recovery, that was really big. Because, it, it you know, that could have been... And look, and just about the Giants held out the end zone, but even a field goal would have been helpful for Washington. They could have been down two. Instead, they're, del- they're still down five. Now the Giants have a chance to really seal things. And they almost did. Saquon Barkley was ripping off great run after great run. 12 yards, 15 yards, 14 yards, successive. Then it's a three-yard gain. And then Daniel Jones with a nice seven-yard keeper. And so then the Giants have first and 10 at the Washington 35. You got a Saquon. This is where it's just, I wish that they could have just ended it. But, of course, it wouldn't be that easy. Barkley, one-yard gain. Timeout Washington with 221 left. Saquon, three-yard gain. Washington touched him with 215 left. Third and six. And then this is a play where the Giants, I wanted them to pass. They did. But it really was nothing. It, it was a Darius. It was a pass to Darius Slayton where it, he even fumbled it and recovered it. Luckily, in bounds because at the time, like time was, you know, you didn't want Washington to have too much time. But anyway, like it ends up in a situation where the Giants are settling out of the two-minute warning for a 50-yard field goal for Graham Gano, which he does make. I mean, that was a really big field goal because now it's an eight-point game. So at worst, Washington ties it up. However, because nothing's ever easy. It was a nice return by Antonio Gibson. Graham Gano, I don't think he was trying to get cute. I think he generally was trying to kick it as hard as he could. Not great kick coverage, including Gano, who kind of missed the tackle. But Gibson gets the ball on the Washington 43. And immediately, the first play, Heineke to Curtis Samuel, 27 yards to the Giant 30. So at this point, my mind's already thinking, okay, well, we got to stop the two-man conversion. They're going to get a touchdown. Let's stop doing conversion. If we don't, hopefully we have enough time to maybe get a field goal. But it wouldn't have been good. But Washington, you know, is able to really move the, the ball down the field. They are. Um, and you get first and goal at the 10. There's about a minute left to go. And on second and goal at the 10, first and goal at the 10 is where Nick McLeod drops the interception. Like, just off in the end zone, intended for Dotson. McLeod needs to pick this ball off. He really does. But he, but he drops it. Now Taylor Heineke scrambles for nine yards. Give so much credit for T- to Thibodeau, who was in coverage in the end zone and hustled and stopped Heineke from getting in. So it's third and goal at the one. Now here's where things get really controversial. They rule illegal formation, and it was, it was, it, it was, it was legal formation. But Terry McLaurin believed that he had gotten the green light, that he was okay where he was from the official, but apparently he didn't. On that play, Brian Robinson got a one-year touchdown, but it's nullified from this penalty. And, and maybe nullified is not the right word, but it's taken off the board. So now it's third and goal at the six. Heineke incomplete. I think Ojolari might have had some decent – I can't remember exactly how that play went down. Oh, no, yeah, that was good pressure by Ojolari, where, where, where Heineke was lucky to just kind of get rid of it, and then it was an incomplete. Lucky he wasn't sacked. So that sets up the last play. Effectively, uh, there was one, uh, or I guess two uh, knees uh, from Daniel Jones. But um, Heineke has some time. Now, Thibodeau got poked in the eye, so he's kind of out of the play. And Heineke tries to find Curtis Samuel. It's incomplete. Upon further review, Donnie Holmes, 
yeah, Darnay Holmes, who got beat earlier on that play by, by who was it? Was it Dotson or was it Samuel? I guess it was probably Samuel. Right, Curtis Samuel. Look, that was pass interference. And, and, and I can name a number of plays. Like, there was a play early in the game where Richie James just got dragged down on a third down. But, but look, but we saw it, and it probably should have been pass interference. Now, look, does it mean Washington, if the, if the play goes their way, does it mean Washington wins the game? No. Right, they still had to convert the touchdown. They still had to convert the two-point conversion. It sucks that like the end of this game is kind of wrapped in controversy. But look, as a Giant fan, I'm still thrilled they won. It, I could understand why the officials didn't call it. I really could. But when you look at the replay, Holmes got there very early. That should have been pass interference, no doubt about it. If I'm a Washington fan, I'm upset about that. I really am. But still, the Giants were able to hang tight. Even if they did allow like a touchdown there, the Giants' defense really deserves a lot of credit for how they played in this game. They really did. So a gutsy, gutsy win for the New York Giants. They are now 8-5-1. And one more win. Yeah, one more win. And barring something crazy, you're making the playoffs. And I'm very interested to see next week at the Vikings and what could be, and what I hope to be, a playoff preview. But... This will be a good test against a lethal Viking offensive attack that, you know, if you don't have a Dory Jackson, I don't know how they're going to stop Justin Jefferson. Hopefully somehow Dory makes his way back in there. I'd like to think that he will be back before season's end. But again, if you're a Giant fan, you should be happy. This is the biggest win in terms of playoff implications since about 2016, right? And, and, and you look at the last decade, there just hasn't been a whole lot of fun moments like this on Sunday Night Football to winning it like this. You, you should bask in it. You really should. It, like, because it, it, it doesn't matter how the style points don't matter. The fact is that they won the game and really not many people thought they were. The, the NBC panel before the game out of like eight people, Tony Dungy was the only one to, to pick the Giants. So it, it's nice to prove people wrong. And, you know, there's still work to be done, but this was a gigantic, gigantic win. Giants beat the Washington Commanders 20-12. to 12.